Do you want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you can get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today. The issues and views discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast are the sole opinions of the guest or host and do not reflect the views of any agencies or government offices. Persons discussed on the show may be fictional or exaggerated for comedic purposes. The Roll Call Room podcast is not responsible for any injuries sustained while listening to include but not limited to busting a gut, laughing until you cry, nausea, crying until you laugh, alcohol poisoning, and a sudden and intense dislike for those named Steve. Please use caution while operating a motor vehicle, as the podcast is not liable for any traffic violations or damage. This podcast is rated explicit, and listener discretion is advised. Epstein didn't kill him. baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, Jesus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. I just want to take time to say thank you for my family, my two beautiful, beautiful, handsome, striking sons, Walker and Texas Ranger, or TR as we call them. And of course, my red-hot smoking wife, Carly, who is a stone-cold fox. Mm. Also want to thank you for my best friend and teammate, Cal Naughton Jr., who's got my back no matter what. Shake and bake. Dear Lord Baby Jesus, we also thank you for my wife's father, Chip. We hope that you can use your Baby Jesus powers to heal him and his horrible leg. And it smells terrible, and the dogs are always mm. bothering with it. Mm. Dear tiny infant Jesus. Hey, we... um, you know, sweetie, Jesus did grow up. You don't always have to call him baby. It's a bit odd and off-putting to pray to a baby. Well, look, I like the Christmas Jesus best, and I'm saying grace. When you say grace, you can say it to grown-up Jesus or teenage Jesus or bearded Jesus or whoever you want. You know what I want? I want you to do this grace good so that God will let us win tomorrow. Your tiny Jesus and your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled-up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Look, I like the baby version the best. Do you hear me? I win the races and I get the money. Ricky, finish the damn grace. I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt because it says, like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party, too. Because I like to party, so I like my Jesus to party. I like to picture Jesus as a ninja fighting off evil samurai. I like to think of Jesus, like, with giant eagle's wings and singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner with like an angel band and I'm in the front row and I'm hammered drunk. Hey Cal, why don't you just shut up? Yes ma'am. Okay. Dear eight pound, six ounce, newborn infant Jesus, don't even know a word yet. We just thank you for all the races I've won and the 21.2 million dollars. 
Woo! 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 Ow! Lord, that money that I have accrued over this past season, also due to a binding endorsement contract that stipulates I mentioned Powerade at each grace, I just want to say that Powerade is delicious mm. and it, it cools you off on a hot summer day. And we look forward to Powerade's release of Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Mm. Thank you for all your power and your grace, dear baby God. Amen. 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 Let's dig in. That was a hell of a grace, man. You nailed that like a split hog. I appreciate that. I'm not gonna lie to you. You felt good. Dad, you made that grace your bitch. Hey, boys, I want to see some napkins in the lap. Boys, how was school today? I threw a bunch of Grandpa Chip's war medals off the bridge. That sounds like a good day. Texas Ranger, how about you? Well, the teacher asked me what was the capital of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I said, Washington, D.C. Bingo. She said, no. You're wrong. I said, you got a lumpy butt. She got mad at me and yelled at me, and I pissed in my pants. <laughs> I'm so proud of you boys. You remind me of me, precocious and full of wonderment. I can't hold my tongue. These kids are my grandchildren, and you are raising them wrong. They are terrible boys. Shut up, Chip, or I'll go ape shit on your ass. I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. Yeah! Yeah! Turn up the heat! Go on and get some, boys! Come on! I'm ten years old, but I'll beat your ass. Chip, I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. Chip, you brought this on, man. What is wrong with you? Chip, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew! <laughs> I love that. You gonna let your sons talk to their grandfather like that? I'm their elder. I sure as hell am, Chip. I love the way they're talking to you. Because they're winners. Winners get to do what they want. Only thing you ever done with your life is make a hot daughter. That's it. If we wanted us some wussies, we would have named them Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman, okay? I worked too hard for your bull, Chip. Come here. Hot. Come on. Everyone just keep eating. It's on. on. All right. Now hold your hair. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast. And now your host, Nick and Mike. Epstein didn't kill himself. favorite song in the whole world uh, please don't say what you said in the first episode <laughs> just leave it alone what what did i say <laughs> you're like i love this song so much oh uh, yeah yeah i um yeah choke my chicken <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so for you listeners out there welcome back but uh me and nico over here we're having a serious conversation about this episode and how it's going to go and oh right, yeah that'd be good that's good that's good and we only do this for like five minutes and then i look down oh, and realize this guy is wearing white crocs <laughs> <laughs> with a red line on the bottom like old school converses <laughs> and dress socks what the fuck's wrong with that dress socks and i just couldn't keep it i just started <laughs> laughing out loud <laughs> It's hilarious. And then I the keep it together. And then the TV screen that you have that's hooked up to your I laptop. You look up fucking Crocs. Rainbow Crocs. Rainbow <laughs> Crocs. 
the backstory is, is that when we're in the community policing uh, unit, <laughs> you gonna share that? Yeah, you, that was do your, it. You that was your shoe of choice. Like, no, you, I thought you were gonna talk about the earthquake. Oh, 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 uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Hold on! Oh my god! I gotta lean back for this. Oh my god! So I was wearing Crocs that day. Yeah, you were. <laughs> so <laughs> back when we first moved into our brand new multi-million dollar headquarters, uh, where most of our raises went. Um, uh, we were just moving in there. Like our boxes were delivered yeah. and we were unboxing our stuff into our cubicles. And Mike and I were huge. We were big friends. So we share, we had a cubicle next to each other. So they were still doing construction on the first floor yes. and the, and we the second floor. There. Yeah. We weren't allowed up there. And we were in the basement on, sorry, lower level. Um, I think the West gate was working. Yeah. So lobby to hell. Yeah. So um, they were doing construction upstairs. So you heard like jackhammering and everything. And all of a sudden, the whole entire building started to like a freight train. Yeah. It started to shake. And I actually thought that the building was coming down on us. I don't know why, but I thought that the construction workers had hit like some sort of beam or something. And honestly, bro, I thought the city just did like the lowest fucking bidder. Oh and my then god! The building yeah. was just falling apart because the foundation was not legit. So, it was be- like we're in the Commonwealth of Virginia. So, those of you out in California, you're gonna be like, "These guys are such, such pussies, man." We do fucking five and just fucking oh, surf, legit, man. It was like a seven point five yeah. that we had here. It was big. Yeah, it was big for us. So the whole building starts to shake, and Mike and That's I look at each said. other, and Mike's got Crocs on. <laughs> well, I had my feet up on the desk. You did. We were bullshit. Yeah, we were bullshit. And and we look at each other and we're like, what is the fuck at? Like, we just, we, because the alarms start going off and we're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's it's an earthquake. We're going to die in here. And those of you, like, for an earthquake, you're all going to, like, listen to this and be all macho and be like, oh, you know, you should, but you're supposed to do this. Get in a doorway. At the time, I wasn't sure if we should be in a doorway or in a bathtub. Drill. We don't do drills. No, no, not in eighth grade. Um, so we look at each other and we're like, okay, we got to get out of here. So get out of here. There's only one fucking way in and one way out of the fucking lower level. So we start running down the hallway, and about. (laughs) 20 feet from us, no, maybe 40 feet in front of us is where the parking enforcement officer's cubicles are. And this, um, <laughs> how do I, how do I put this? <laughs> Rather robust <laughs> PEO, that's what we call him, parking enforcement officer, <laughs> PEO. Robust. Robust, slower officer. Voluptuous. Yeah. And he had like this club foot that like one foot was bigger than the other foot, like from eight crazy nights. And we're running down the thing. (laughs) One would turn around and either like go around this person or one would do what Mike did, which was to grab this person and throw them to the right and go, (laughs) get out of the way. (laughs) This PO lands on the floor and Mike, <laughs> in his Crocs, runs yeah. out of the building, oh, and I'm shit, laughing dude. so fucking hard. 
that I'm falling over as we're exiting. Imagine if we died that day. That would have been the last thing to happen. Yeah. Before the building collapsed on us and we all died. Well, and that, that would and, have been fucking hilarious. And voluptuous uh, boy was definitely was, not getting out <laughs> no. because the the so we get outside <laughs> and uh, I oh, again we're gonna bring up leaders. Uh, retired uh, lieutenant with us. His son now works for the department. This guy was phenomenal as a lieutenant. Good guy. Um, you know, <sighs> cops cop. Uh, we get outside and he goes. Every did anybody search the lower level <laughs> to see if anybody was left yeah, behind? Left behind, yeah. And he goes, "I'm going back in. Who else wants to come with me?" Crickets. I turn around, raise my hand, and I go, "I'll go in with you." So me and him go into the building, and voluptuous boy is still <laughs> on the floor like a turtle that's been turned upside down on his shell, <laughs> and he's like. I can't get up. I can't get up. You shit was hilarious. It was straight out of the Seinfeld movie. Yeah, there's a fire. Oh my! Fire smoke. You were fucking. uh, You were just. I think I legit ran a four three in those Crocs that day, dude. (laughs) I was two hundred fifty pounds, six foot, moving. But I think I was moving. I think the funniest part out of that is is that you expect not to see that person again. Yeah. And Mike had to face that guy every time we would yeah, leave right the by. building. And the guy would just hey, look uh, at about Mike. that thing. I'm still yeah. sorry, bro. <laughs> it wasn't I, actually, he's dead now. Uh, <laughs> so the guy would just look at Mike and just like shake his head like in disgust. That is a true fucking story. That's hilarious. And, and I tell you, my storytelling does it no justice whatsoever because fucking hilarious like we're fucking cops like we're supposed to save people and dude, mike only cared I, about dude, one i was fucking like i'm thing. not gonna die in this building behind this slug <laughs> get out of the fucking way get out of the world i can't save you i gotta save me before i save you you like, get out of the way guy. of the door go dude, you yeeted that guy like yes I mean, he was good a good tray i mean he was a good tray bro he was a three and a quarter bro yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, hilarious. Woo. Fucking great. Good times, man. Best times of my career. Mm. Best times of my career. So we're going to go on. Uh, we've been uh, going with leaders here, and we're going to touch on good cop, bad cop. Mm. That's going to be the title of our episode here. Mm. Shout out to all our fans. Thank you for listening. Keep listening. Thank you for our support. Rollcallroom.com. Rollcallroom.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're going to get an 800 number so you guys can start calling in. Send us email. Send us fan mail. Send us whatever. We love it. We appreciate it. Keep Rollcallroompodcast.gmail.com. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. So Nick doesn't know that I did this, but we're going to do good cop, bad cop here because a lot of guys can relate to this. And they're going to think it's hilarious. Oh, boy. And with going into good cop, bad cop, so there's there's good cops, like solid guys, mm-hmm. and then there's shitbags, which we've announced as don't be Steve, right? We have our character. That, not you fix it, Steve. No, we are, he already knows it's not him. We're just fucking shitbag Steve, okay? Shitbag Steve. Shitbag Steve, you know, that schlub, that schlob, okay? So this is for our listeners out there. Oh, boy. This is for you. 
Nick has not seen this. I told him I don't want to see it. When do you know if you're Steve? Hmm. Here we go. If no one ever asks you for help, you're <laughs> Steve. Okay. <laughs> so no. no. <laughs> if you don't like this podcast, you're Steve. <laughs> If you listen, but don't understand this podcast... What are they talking about? You're Steve. Uh, if you get called off before you arrive on scene because no one wants to fucking deal with you, you're Steve. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> all the time. Oh, who, who are they sending that? 312. No, 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 no. We got it, we got it. But the got. best part is, is a Steve would be like, oh, they're helping me out. They're, no, they're... they always show up regardless. Like, bro, I called you off. I just want to make sure that we're good. We got it. Thanks. Yeah. I finished See my ya. Netflix episode that I was watching. That's why I came over. That's yeah. Steve. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if, if your uniform looks like a sack of potatoes, <laughs> you are Steve. Uh, and you might be a lieutenant. Uh, <laughs> run a fucking iron over it. Everyone's in Hawaii. If your outer carrier vest look like looks like my three-year-old's bib after four fucking meals <laughs> with yogurt, and stains all over that shit. My favorite is that Your Steve. is the is the lapel mic on some <laughs> officers. You look at the lapel mic and it has crumbs inside oh, yeah. the the, the like little... Cava and Chipotle. What and the Chick Fil A? Do you not dude, look you at that? No, dude. I I don't, dude. I rode in a guy. I car with a guy. I don't even know if he listens to this podcast, but I rode. We had to do a long distance transport for mental health down south, Southern Virginia, of course. Three hour drive, bro. Oh fuck! This motherfucker's vest had its own DNA. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Come on. The smell? No. Oh my! It was like fucking rank. What? I was like, "What is this? How do you not?" And it was like, it's not like a, oh, like what is that? Like it was like a whoa. Did you have to do like, the courtesy I had to look window around. roll down? Like I had to look around. Did you think it was a person? No, I back? thought it was like a dead fucking skunk on the seat. <laughs> I was like, yo, is there something in it? He's like, what do you mean? You I thought Paris like, Hilton was in the I was the like back? looking around to like confirm <laughs> what that smell was. And it, it just like, my nose wasn't enough. My eyes had to confirm what my nose uh, Does he not? And like... then I leaned into the guy and I was like, holy shit, that's shit. him. Did you say something? No, I just fucking. You're embarrassed. We were doing 80 down 95 with the fucking window. Oh, we just <laughs> the whole way down, bro. See, I'm, I'm not smelling that shit. I breeze my fucking vest when I take it off. Do you? Oh, yeah. Every dude, I want like I'm like I'm OCD about it. like I like yeah, I like same. it to look squared away. Yeah, you know what I mean? same, same. When these motherfuckers get out of there, their vest that's nasty. is white, but uh. it's issued navy blue. <laughs> <laughs> is that like dude what did you what did you just like drag this along the fucking concrete on the sidewalks shit. before you came into work that shit is embarrassing bro people look at that oh my gosh anyways i could talk about that all day long okay here we go here this one's for you nikki you'll oh enjoy boy. this one here we go if your war stories last five hours and i was on scene with you on that call and that's not how it fucking happened <laughs> you're steve <laughs> Bro, you're a Steve. These guys, they'll tell stories for days. The worst. Cops, we tell stories for days. Yeah. But this guy, and then this guy, I'm like, nah, bro, that's not what happened. Yeah, it is. Well, he was kind of like thinking like yeah. that, right? Yeah, like, no, that's not. No. Nah. Nah. Or, or or have you ever caught somebody telling a war story that was your story? Yeah, that wasn't you. That was me. I cuffed the dude. Yeah. Oh, we did. No, no. You were in the car. Oh, yeah. Like, you didn't yeah. get out of the car. Yeah. You weren't even on the call. 
Yeah. Oh, I had heard. I've yeah. caught people doing that before, and you just you're you just shake your head. You're like, yeah. What are you doing? Maybe you if you maybe if you fucking got out of a parking lot, you'd get some war stories. <sighs> if your act, I'm sorry. If your ancillary duties outweigh your actual time on the street, oh my god, because you're scared of being on the street, you are Steve. Oh my god. Yeah, buddy. I went there. That's legit. That is legit. There are. Hey, few. let me jump on this unit. Oh, let me jump on that. But you can't jump on a fucking call for service. When was the last time you handled the DV? Yeah. Like, when's the last time you went to projects, made a drug arrest, bro, by yourself? I, I'm not going to, you know, I love the military, but I'm going to piggyback on that one. If your military time while you're a police officer outweighs your actual time being a police officer, that's a problem. Like, I get you want to be in the armed forces, but you can't keep re-upping just to stay oh, out guys of guys going out on deployment. Oh, oh dude. Like local deployments. That's just because they don't want to be here. Yeah. That's that's, that's the culture. That's I, I don't care. I can't say I don't blame them completely. All right. Here we go. Here we go. You'll like this one. Oh, boy. If your Oakley sunglasses portray you as a cop more than your officer presence does. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Holy you are Steve. Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, I did these all at once. Jesus. You can see what I think about when I'm at work. Uh, and I know who you're talking about. That's the worst part. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Uh if you're on a call for service and the victim laughs and laughs at you and says you ain't gonna do shit anyways, <laughs> you're Steve. <laughs> If you become a field training officer and you can't even wipe your wipe your own ass, let alone teach someone the law, you're Steve. <laughs> oh my if god. If you think something is owed to you because you showed up to do your fucking job, amen. You're Steve, brother. Amen. You are Steve. Amen. Yeah. Uh if someone is already in custody and you show up and then they start fighting, you're Steve. You're Steve. You're amping them up, bro. Uh, that I hate that all shit. the time, bro. I hate that shit. Yeah. There's no need for it. Yeah. We got it, bro. Uh, you're the guy we're getting called that's getting called off. Or you're the officer that's on scene with this person and you're talking to them calmly. And then you see me come on scene because you know that I'll, I would kick somebody's ass if I had to. So you then change your tone. Oh, yeah. To amp them yeah. up. You're a fucking idiot. I hate that shit. Yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah, I hate it. There's no need. I remember no. one time we had this guy. He was had a warrant. It's like crazy dude. Whatever. He was like EDP times a thousand, and uh, and that means emotionally disturbed person or ten codes ten ninety six. And uh, we get there, and this was years ago, over ten years ago. And we, I'm like, you know, set this thing up. Like this was before tasers were big. It was in daylight, so the guy had a warrant. Left his house. The neighbor called in because he had assaulted the neighbor over a dispute. He like beat the shit out of the neighbor. The neighbor Damn. had a protective order against him. Shit. So neighbor saw him leave. They're living townhouses. So neighbor's like, hey, he just left, went to the giant, right? Hmm. So we get there, we set up, and I'm like, I got him. And then me and uh he ain't with us anymore. Good dude Wells. Mm -hmm. He shows up and Wells had a taser because he was our taser guy. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, set it up. So the guy's like walking down the sidewalk bags, broad daylight in front of Starbucks. Oh, no boy. one's like everyone's out. I'm gonna get my and I'm like, on. hey, so and so, because I knew his name. I've arrested him before. He's a legit hundred percent police fighter. Like you hear that name, he sees us, it's on. Like he knows. Yeah. There is no talking to this guy. He's gonna fucking fight and buck and everything else. And I'm like, who? And he stops dead in his tracks. 
doesn't move, doesn't turn around, doesn't do anything. We're behind him. We're coming up on him on foot. Uh, Taser out. Yeah. And I'm like, slowly put the bags down and get down on your knees, you know? And he puts the bags down and he gets on his knees. And I'm like, I'm trying to prone this guy out, you know, less like, because by then there was like, by then it was like six of us on scene. Uh-huh, Everyone's showing up. Yeah. Cause they heard his name. So here comes this guy, uh, that Steve. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I'm not even finished giving this guy commands to fully lay down on his stomach. He's on his knees, right? Hey, he's so getting I'm, there. I'm getting there. Yeah. He's I'm getting, getting there. it. Yeah. Here comes fucking don't be Steve. He said on the ground, asshole. Oh. And fucking, oh. And I'm like, what the fuck? Boom. Yes, guy to no guy. Oh, here we go. It was on, dude. The guy was spitting, kicking. I mean, he was, fuck. I had him. We were good. We were right there. Fuck. On the fucking ground, asshole. And I was like, oh, come on, bro. Fuck. Fight was on. Uh, we had to fucking spit, sock, hog tie this guy. Fucking. Fucking well, not hog tie. What is it? Um, the yeah, we call it hog tie. No, when they put the straps on the the hobble, 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 hobble tie. Not hog, hog tie, people. Well, he's got so that's for you, defense attorney listening. Oh, he said hog tie. Put that down there. <laughs> We're gonna fucking transcribe that next time I go to trial with these guys. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, so that's Steve. That's what we're talking about. Uh, if people don't invite you to break bread with them because your attitude is shit, you're Steve. Mm-hmm. Choir practice. Yeah. Keep, you know, fucking find your own friends, bro. If you spend five hours on an admin task, you're Steve. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the mail run. Bro, the mail run is like 30 minutes tops, not five hours. We're not on a- the other side of the city where yeah. the mail isn't. Yeah. It's not 300 square miles. <sighs> If you brag about a dime bag arrest, uh, you're Steve. Oh, yeah. No I got cares. some shake. Fucking misdemeanor. It's going to be legal. I got Pablo anyway. Escobar. I got shake. You didn't, you didn't get anything. If you brag about 10 DUI arrests, you're Steve. <laughs> oh, my God. With zero <laughs> prosecutions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy's Dewey. Let's, let's take him. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. He had a shot. I had one drink. I live here. I'm I'm in my driveway. I yeah. just parked. What? I'm in Sorry, my living room. You need to go. Um, oh my God, I'll take you. Okay. Um. Okay. Here's a good one. If you've made rank and never done a search warrant or oh. worked a case, you're Steve. I'm gonna. God, I'm gonna keep quiet. Good. <laughs> no. 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 Mm. I want to hear it. Mm. 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 Now you know that that yeah 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 that's yeah. that's deep yeah <laughs> fucking frauds man frauds uh if you've never driven through the projects by yourself huh. unless five other cops oh, were there oh my god you are Steve and Mike, that is how many what t- I have that's all I have those are phenomenal those you're are welcome phenomenal. you're welcome Mike, everyone there you go. on your last one yeah fantastic um. How many times in community policing we would go into the projects and and do stops on like five or six gangbangers by ourselves? Oh yeah, all the time, all the time. All but the it, time. but then, you know, it was the eight back then. It was the eighty twenty rule. Eighty percent of us worked, twenty percent were shit bags. Yeah, and the twenty percent, no one broke bread with them. Nobody wanted to do calls with them because they were all Steves. Yes, and that has evolved. Yeah, now it's to the point where not not just and people need to understand this. This media 
and the current climate and the narrative towards law enforcement affects us, whether we like it or not. Yes. It's on TV. It's on radio. It's when we go to fucking dude, anywhere I go and have dinner. Oh, you're on the job. You're a cop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm a law enforcement officer. Oh, I couldn't do that job. You couldn't pay me enough. They're killing cops. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're doing this. And I'm like, yeah, man, you know, it comes with the territory, whatever, whatever. But back then, we were all had an agenda. We would get out there, see who can make the first felony arrest, Mm. who can get that dope off the street, who can get that crack rock, who can get that heroin, whatever. Let's get it off the street. Let's clean up our neighborhoods. Let's make it personal for us. Let's try to do good for the good of the order. Yeah. The domino effect theory. Yes. Right. And we would do that. And it was successful. It was great, man. It was the best time of my career. But you would call it, and I'm coming, dude. You know I'm coming. In my shitbox, 4949. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a John Deere. It had the bubble lights on top. I knew you were coming. Dude, I knew you. You can hear the lights so, cycling through. So I'm gonna so tell, old school. I'm going to tell this awesome story now. So we get this call for service of this guy outside of a bodega. Um <laughs> You know where I'm going, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And this guy, he's acting erratically. And no, I think, no, no. Which one? Is this the tasing? Yeah. No, we were driving. We were two to a car. Oh, we were we in were a car together. Like, stop. You were driving. I was passing. That's right. Yeah. And I called it. I was like, stop, 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 stop. And he was fight. He was fighting. Was with that a female. bodega? He was trying to rob them. He was they trying. Were, to- they, he robbed them, and they were trying to hold him at the door. Right. And we didn't know it yeah. was broad daylight. Yeah. And we were just driving down the road, and we jump out of the car. I call it out. Mike's on the passenger side. He gets there. He grabs the guy. Mm-hmm. They get into a tuzzle. The guy, uh, he obviously was high. He get, he grabs Mike, and all I see is he throws Mike into the bodega window. And my feeling is, is that the window probably has been replaced six or seven <laughs> times because it wasn't glass. It was plexiglass. So I saw Mike hit it and then bounce off of it. And I was I not having him that into shit. the go- and then I threw him in, and then the he glass. bounced off, and he ba- he fell to the ground, and bounced up, and yes, then and he gets up, hands up in a bladed yeah, exactly, stance yep. with his hands up, and he's like, "Fucking come on, come on, come on!" Yeah. So I pull my taser out, and I, and he goes, "Fucking do it, go ahead," <laughs> and I fucking tase this dude. One taser hits his forearm bone, and the other taser goes into his belly. And he rides the lightning. And I got to tell you, if you've never tased somebody and you... Oh, we've been tased. Yeah, and I've been tased. We yeah. have to do We're going to do training. that later. We're going to talk about that because it's horrible. Uh, at the time, you would um, put your finger on the trigger and it would not stop until you released the trigger. Okay. This was over... This was a long like time ago. Over 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, so I pulled the trigger on him. It cycles. We're able to get him into custody. I put handcuffs on him. There's another, uh, Lauren is there. Uh, He comes, another officer comes, Lauren comes, and it's me, Mike, and Lauren. And we handcuff him, (laughs) and I grab this dude, and I'll never forget, it was a red pickup truck. I lift him up, and I put him against the fucking... He was in custody. He was in custody, and I go to put him, I put him up against the the fucking, (laughs) the pickup truck, and uh, Lauren goes, hey, he's not breathing. (laughs) And I go... What? What? And he goes, his lips are purple. Who's not breathing? And I, because you go, were on one side, I was on the yeah, other. But I'm searching. Behind. I got yeah. a task, bro. Yeah, I got a task. So 
I'm tossing like, what, him. What is he talking? Who's not breathing? What yeah. do you mean? And I shake him and I go, hey, stop fucking around. And just fucking dead body. Yeah, the guy and was I, limp. Dude. I lay him down gently. I like, and oh, I look at Mike and I go, oh. do I take the fucking handcuffs off? And in oh, training, man. you don't take that. You never take the handcuffs. Yeah. We just got into a knockout drag out. He assaulted two police officers. Um, so I'm like, I'm grabbing his face. I'm squeezing his face where yeah, his mouth is. That. Sternum rub. Sternum hey, rub. Hey, 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 wake up, buddy. Turns out that he swallowed his tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, and he was he actually was high. Uh, we found I think we found cocaine on yeah, him or yeah, something. Yeah, it was coke. Yeah, coked out. Um, medics got there, just took like this plastic thing and shoved it in his mouth, and and he yeah. came. It was like yeah. fucking dude, a resurrection. I, was, I thought the dude was fucking DOA. Oh, dude. Like, I, I was like, holy shit, we're going to have to call a union rep out here. Yeah. Get I, our union rep out I here. fucking was this like, I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to get, I'm going to get fucking sued. It yeah. was, it was terrible, yeah. terrible. Now it's terrible. funny. Now, now it's I think back, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious, bro. It's hilarious. And on that point, we're going to take our first break skis. All right. Yeah. Feel it. Oh Turn that shit up. Me? Because I saw the sign, brah. Hey, Mike. Regulators. Hey, guess what, man? Yo, what up? We are now available on YouTube. Nice. Yeah. So iTunes, Spotify, all your podcast outlets, and now YouTube. It's beautiful. Pretty cool. So if you're at work and you can't listen to us on your regular podcast platform, go on YouTube. All of our episodes are going to be transmitted through the video, which is pretty cool. Nice. All right. Folks, check us out on RollCallRoom.com. RollCallRoom.com. You can email us at Nick at RollCallRoom.com or Mike at RollCallRoom.com. Check us out on Twitter at RollCallRoom. Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Check us out. Spread the word. Share. As a shorty playing in the front yard of the crib, fell down and I bumped my head. Somebody held me up and asked me if I bumped my head. I said, yeah. So then they said, oh, so that means you're going you gonna to switch it on them. I said, yeah, flip mode. Flip mode is the greatest. You know, and as a shorty, I was always told that if I ain't going to be part of the greatest, I got to be the greatest myself. Come on, come on. Yeah, come on. All right. Another good song, man. I can be here all night doing this one. Hot nine seven. Yeah. Exclusive. It's great. Jesus. So yeah, that list, man. You know you're Steve. That's hilarious. You man. know, you know we're gonna get a fucking ton of fucking uh, voice. What do you talk bro. about me, man? In the hallway. <laughs> fucking fix it, dummy. I don't, I don't do that. Don't uh, do you're that. Steve, man. Why are you calling myself like that? Well, fix it, dummy. You make me feel bad when you do that. Dude, Stop hanging on to a fucking call. You know, uh, I was thinking about this earlier. I wrote this down. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> What's that? Blanket trophies. 
when they give recognition to a group, right? Yeah. I used to hate that shit. Yes. When a commander would come in a roll calling, you guys are doing a great job out there, knowing damn well they're not. Yeah. Maybe four out of the 15 are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But not all fucking 15 are doing great jobs. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, I hate that. If you're a commander and you do that, you're a fucking idiot. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Please don't. You kill morale. Because, again, because the guy who's working hears that and he's like, what's the point? Yeah. he's They're giving credit to everybody here. It's bad enough that if you're a young hard charger and that senior guy who, I mean, there's a difference between scaling it back because you've been on the job a long time. Like guys on my squad with over 25 years on, they've earned it. It's a yeah, they've passage, earned it. Yeah, they've earned it. I got the call. Yeah. I got it. You're not staying late unless you want to. But that's dying you out. Know, see, you got to take care of those guys. There's a guy on my squad, and we're going to give him that recognition because he's retiring. We're doing it on the union. We're doing a platform. Yeah. We got a lot of good things coming up for him. Great guy. Solid guy. Listen to the podcast. DC, I love you, bro. My squad, man. I know that this guy is in his 50s beat. No, I think he's 60. Yeah. He might be just, no, I think he's like 59. But anyways, yeah. beating the block. This dude's been doing it since the 80s. And he's still doing it. Still doing it. Yeah. Patrol. Patrol. Yeah. Mad respect, dude. Yes. He's seen policing come, and we're going to have him on the show. I love And I'm going to bring a bottle. I'm going to bring him a bottle. We're going to awesome. drink him. We're going to have him on the show. I love that. Because he is, he's earned it, bro. He's a good dude. Yeah. Came in, did his job, kept his head down. Now, that's the difference between he's earned it. Can he Can he be a little lazy on his shift? Absolutely, because he's done it. But he's the guy was it. He was chasing motherfuckers down during the open air drug market yeah. in the 80s and 90s. He's earned Give it. him a break. When you're two years on the job and you think something's owed to you, because, oh, I have a master's degree. And I showed up to work today. No, go fuck yourself. You don't earn it. You yeah. haven't. You haven't earned shit. Yeah. You shouldn't be lazy. You should be out there doing something. Traffic enforcement, drug interdiction work. Yeah. Taking calls from senior guys to get more experience for yourself. This is easy things that you can do. Easy things. So this blanket. Oh, everyone's doing a great job. I, I man, I hate that shit, dude. Don't do that. And that's a morale. Tanker. And the flip side to it is, if you're a veteran officer. Take a moment once a month and identify somebody on your squad or shit, even on your shift. Send an email to their supervisor yeah, commending them. Uh, since I've, I've been out of the role as a supervisor, I make a conscious effort once a month to pick one person and send a commendation email to their sergeant. And this is officer to officer. Yeah. I think Put it's it important. Wow, man. I think it's super important. Um, just like criticism, like we talked about in episode uh, two or one, I can't even remember. Um, our profession, we shit on people for a living. Like, I have more terrible stories about officers than I do have good stories. And it's mostly because those stick in your mind. And mostly because you usually get fucked over by people that don't do their fucking job. Um, and and, and it, it wears on you. You know, you don't want to fucking do that. Like, junior guys... Fucking help out your senior guys. Don't don't let your senior guys fucking hump calls. They've earned it. Give yeah. them their fucking time. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is, um, don't be Steve when in in a lot of people like don't get the lust for the bus. Yes. You gotta be careful with that stuff. Yes. If, if the it's juice there, worth, it's yeah, worth if the it's there, it's there, bro. Don't go fishing, don't go looking, don't go above and beyond trying to find something. 
trying to fish for probable cause, either it's there or it's not. Yes. Make your case a solid. Speak for your work ethic. Yes. If your case is, if you, if you bring a thousand cases, but you can't prosecute anything in court, you're still, it's trash. Yeah. Your work is trash. So if it's there, it's there. If you get a traffic stop, if you find a violation and it's there, make the violation. If you didn't see it or you're not sure, then let it go, bro. Let it go. It's a slippery slope. Yes. Especially to the junior officers, the newer officers on the job. Don't get the lust for the bus. You start to do that. Next thing you know, you're on video, you're being recorded, and then you're in contempt of cop, and then they've got you. Yeah. They've You've taken the bait. Yes. Don't, like, what'd you pull me over for? I don't know. And, dude, I've seen this myself. Yeah. Outside of work. Yeah, it's terrible. Especially when I was in narcs. Yeah. I would, um, I would, you know, obviously had the fucking Rick Ross beard, you know, <laughs> shave head, dress like a mope, you know, smoking cigars, riding around dirty in my UC car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and, and I'd go, I'd like, you know, obviously I still had a family. Obviously no one knew that. I had two different personalities, two different uh, identities and personalities pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, like now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all talk to each other, so it's okay. The meds yeah. are working. But anyway, so... The fuck you, Mike, and then the... <laughs> oh, I, I'm a good So guy. I go to... So a perfect example of this. This is what I'm getting at. I've had this happen a couple times, and, and who's worse with this? And I, I mean, if shout out to my boys at U.S. Park Police, if you're listening to... I like a couple of you guys. I know a couple of us jumped ship and went over there, but some of these some of these Park Police guys are fucking contempt of cop. Like, bro, let's be yes. serious, bro. You guys, you guys are glorified, overpaid park rangers. Jesus Christ. What? Too much? Mike. Not all of them, just some Mike. of them. Some of them. Some of these like, people are fans on Twitter. <laughs> dude, I don't I don't like it, dude. I don't like those I like not everybody, but there's a select. We have them too. Yeah. We got we call them blue falcons. Uh if they're they're your they're buddy fuckers. Then they're shady fucks. Yes. You know, they're snakes. Yes. And um Anyways, I've every agency has every they're everywhere. They're embedded, but it's less than one percent though. You know that, right? Is it shitbird cops? Like uh like corruption in law enforcement is less than one percent across the board. See, why doesn't that get publicized? The Catholic Church priests less than three percent. Wait, that's a a fact. Wait a minute. Uh Uh-huh. It should be zero. Um I'm just saying statistics, it's less than three percent. When I'm sending my kids to church church. to be on their knees, it's to be all right. Let it leave it, leave it, leave it. Stop. Okay. (laughs) Come on, man. It's too much. All right. Don't scale it back. I'm just saying that, like, people don't see those statistics, like we said in our last episode, like, the number one killer of young black males is doctors. Yeah. It's not fucking cops. It's doctors. But what about the priests? We can't talk about that. Uh, we'll leave that alone. That's a... <laughs> I'm the fucking asshole. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> shut up. All right. I'm, I'm sticking to a point here. Anyways, I'm in narcs. <laughs> I go to the range. I take my wife to the range. I'm like, hey, let's go shoot some fucking guns. She didn't. This was her first time shooting. She's not an avid shooter. She's not. Now she is. Now she wants like a pink Glock. But anyways, <laughs> so we go to the range. We shoot. I'm in narcs. I'm fucking moped out. You know, I get in my truck, tin it out. I pull out on the road. I, I come up to the stop sign. I see this sheriff's deputy flying. And it's a 35 through there. And this motherfucker, he had to been going like 75, 80. No lights, no siren. Okay. What the fuck? This was daylights. Daytime. No lights, no siren. That's and in this typical in this jurisdiction which we are in, the deputies' jobs consist of now people need to understand there's there's this might you know not everyone understands it. Some jurisdictions 
have an entire sheriff's office that do everything. They do courtroom security. They do civil process. They do warrants process. They do patrol duties on the road. That's a major sheriff's office. Okay. Right. Like, like a right. thousand members. So in our specific jurisdiction, we have a sheriff's office. They handle the courtroom security and civil process and jail and jail transports, jail security. But we also have a police department that handles patrol functions. Now, some sheriffs will handle patrol functions and they'll come out and they'll back us and stuff like that. But this particular jurisdiction, they have correction, uh, you know, COs, corrections officers that work in this. So they work the jail. So this specific sheriff's office, all they do is civil process and courtroom security. That's so all they do. Why? Why is he speeding like exactly. that? Exactly. That's exactly. So I had to give that back. Fucking petition to get. Well, there? it's like maybe he had like you know I'm thinking maybe he's got whatever. Anyway, so I could see the car coming from a distance, but I had the you know I made the right. There was a car made the right. I stopped. I mm-hmm. made the right. I, I I didn't cut the guy off. Yeah. I could tell he was speeding, but I'm like gaining my speed up to 35, 40, whatever. This guy, it's a two lane road. This guy comes up. I can't even see his fucking front plate. He's tailgating me so bad. What? In a marked car. And I'm in my personal vehicle, my truck, right? Uh-huh. And I look up, and now I'm starting to get fucking furious, dude. It's, it's going on for like three miles. What? Yeah. He's just tailgating the shit out of me, right? So my wife's like, just get over, pull over, like, let him pass. I was like, no, absolutely not. There's no need for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no, he's not trying to get to a call. It became two lanes at one point, so he could have went around, but now he's just fucking being a dick. Yeah. Right? And um, so he lights me up. He turns on his mercy equipment oh, and pulls boy. me over, bro. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good, right? So I pull over, <laughs> uh, I pull over into the 7-Eleven gas station parking lot, and uh, the guy just, just looks like a fucking douche. And just his haircut and his face alone pissed me <laughs> off, right? And... uh. I'm like, and of course I'm packing. I just left the range, you know? And, um, so he walks over and he says, uh, he walks, uh, uh, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, you didn't see that stop sign back there. I was like, oh, well I did. And I stopped. And my wife's like throwing elbows in me. Like, oh, just boy. tell him who you are. Just stop, you know, stop. And I'm like, yeah, I saw it. And uh, and he was like, "Did you stop?" I'm like, "Yeah, I stopped." Yeah. And he was like, "You got your driver's license on you?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure do." He's like, "Any warrants or anything?" I was like, "Maybe." What? I was like, "Maybe." I don't know. I haven't ran myself in a while. Oh my! So I'm God. just giving it right back to this guy. You're, oh, no, dude. And he dude. was like, "Baby, are you licensed or not?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I should be." <laughs> oh, and, uh, and he was like, "Oh, okay." So I gave it to him, whatever. And he was like, "Oh, uh, so where are you coming from?" I'm like. Minding my business, you know, and uh, and he was like, dude, oh, well, I can't remember what he said. He was like, he said something and he was like, so you sure you don't have any warrants? And I'm like, I shouldn't because I'm a cop. And uh-huh. I showed him my fucking badge. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I didn't know, brother. No, motherfucker. No, brother. Shit. Why do you think he Fuck really you, pulled dickhead. you over? Because I'm fucking Puerto Rican. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm I like, think. Looking like fucking straight out of the projects. But bro. here's the like, thing is, is I, apo- the I apologize multiple times about doing that. What's that? When I pulled you over. <laughs> this guy. You never pulled me over. But anyways. It, but my it point, exists. Oh, that it's still it's still there. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not going to really talk about this pot, this so much. I'm not going to beat this into the head. 
this topic because it is there's pockets of this shit. Yeah, I don't like that shit. I don't bro. like it. And there's uh, cops out there that like, unless you because there people don't understand like when you we're human beings like everybody else out here. We're just regular citizens driving around in our personal cars. Some of us are armed. We'll get into a uh, topic later on. You should be armed if you're a cop. You need to be carrying everywhere you go. Yeah. Shit's Even bad out here. You need to take it everywhere you go. I don't care if you're fucking going to run in the grocery store. There's active shooter situations happening everywhere. You need to be armed. You can do something. Yeah. Arm yourself to do it. But it's like little shit like this, like contempt of cop, man. I hate it, bro. Yeah. There's no need for it. Like if you had me speeding, you had me. Yeah. But you're making shit up. Like, don't do that, man. You're the dickhead that's killing Do you think it's getting profession. worse? No, nah, I think it's, I think, no, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I mean, there's like these little, and it depends on your area. I mean, I don't think it's, it's just biased. Yeah. It's not like race. I don't think they're like straight up racist, but they're just like, oh, there's this, you know, implicit bias policing. Yes. And we get all this training on to get away from. Don't I'm, do it. Don't I'm do an instructor. it. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. But, you know, it's, it's just assholes like that. So, yes, we don't, people don't think that we don't get it. We get it too. Yes. We get it too. But we're just, it's just like going back to my point is they don't, there's no magical. Yeah, everybody who has drugs in their car most of the time has a thin blue line sticker on their car yeah. before. Now they like, they're doing it for support of us. But yeah. before they would do it to like throw us off because they had dope in their car. Yeah. But, you know, for, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, what I, I'm what I'm getting at is that don't do that shit. If it's there, it's there. Make the violent, you know, make their make the arrest, but but don't be going off the deep end trying to find something that's yeah. not there because there's cops out there that I've talked to. They're like, yeah, that shit happens to me. That happens to me because I drive this car. Oh yeah, I look this way or I do this. Oh, when I had a Mustang, I had I oh had, yeah, I had a fuck. You remember my green uh -huh. Mustang? I knew that I was never getting to work or coming home from work. Uh, with Virginia State Troopers without being pulled over. Yeah, there's no... When they run our tags, our tags come... They don't say law enforcement no. or anything. Like, they no. don't know. We're just every every average yeah. Joes. Yeah. Like, people don't understand. They think, oh, when they run your tag, does it say police? No, it doesn't like fucking say police. No, yeah, and I'm like more afraid else. to get pulled over because I'm petrified. Like, when I do get pulled over, I'm like... It's like a fucking Emmy Award when I get pulled over because I'm like... I'm like, hey... uh. I'm armed and they're like, okay. And I like go to the umpteenth degree to like overly move my hands. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm going to grab my wallet with this hand right here. And I hold it up <laughs> and I turn my ass <laughs> up in the air. Like, 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 I'm like, I'm like, look, look, I'm going to grab it right out of here. And I point at my asshole and I, <laughs> I go down and I go, I'm going to grab it with these two fingers and I grab it out and I slowly pull it out and I go, here it is. Because I don't want to get fucking shot. Like there's so many cops that get shot by other cops for um, doing stupid shit. Some, I mean, I think sometimes, but I think more so like, I don't think that happens as that much. But as I'm far as worried. like just the threat out there. Yeah. And then it's some cops are like, you know, they're just amped up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, there's you'll get seasoned with experience. Take you'll know breath. which ones are the bad ones, and which ones are just you know, it's the eighty year old grandmother in that Oldsmobile Cutlass. Yeah, <laughs> she's not moving kilos in her trunk. The mule coming out of Baltimore, with, and very well she might have had kilos in the trunk. I don't know. This, Clint Eastwood, St. Dallas. And you know, mule, when we get further south, this could be a fucking. Did you see thing. that movie? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Movie. I love that movie. That guy's getting um, old. 
Yeah, he is, dude. He's getting old as shit. He looks like the Crypt Keeper now. Yeah, he's his movies are hilarious, though, man. He does really hilarious. Good the Mule was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, him getting his ass, an eighty-five-year-old getting his ass kicked was hilarious. Yeah, you're shit. fucking sadistic. <laughs> but yes, I mean, we get pulled over too. We got to deal with it too. So just don't don't be that guy. Don't be Steve. Don't be Steve. Don't be Steve. So I wanted to share a story the other day, man. I went with my um took my kids to get haircuts and it's like an all day fucking event. all five of them. No, the baby, I cut the baby's hair, but before of them. No, my daughter doesn't get haircuts. She's a princess. Not even a trim. No, she's a princess. She doesn't get her. Cause I was going to say, that's like, we got to do a separate go, go fund me for your yeah, hair do, fund. We do three. So my three oldest boys, I take them to the barbershop and our chick hooks them up. She takes care of them. So, and I didn't tell you this story, but I think you'll appreciate this and our listeners will too, because this is like a fatherly moment. It's a life lesson here. Mm. So we come in there, my boy, my oldest boy's up there getting his hair done up. Um, and um, so he's done. And then this guy comes in with a wheelchair, no legs, right? Mm. Purple heart, mm. right? Marine, that mm. young guy, our age in his 30s, right? oh, early God. 40s, maybe. And uh, he wheels up. And I've seen him around the neighborhood before, you know, I've talked to him, uh, but my boys have never met him. Right. You know, so the guy gets up in the chair, you know, sits up there, gets his hair done. He's getting his hair done. And my second grader keeps staring at him. You know, mm -hmm. he's like looking, looking. I'm like, buddy, we, you know, don't, you know, don't stare. Yeah. But what's up? What are you thinking? And he's like, why do you lose his legs, man? And I said, because he paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like. Huh? Like just engaged. Yeah. In like awe. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, we well, want to talk to him. And he was like, you know, I don't know, you know, yeah. laughing. But he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like, what am I gonna say? Yeah. And I'm gonna say, tell him, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Tell him. That's awesome. Tell him. And he was like. You gonna come with me? You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, you want me to go? And then his other brother, you know, was watching, and he's like, I'll go with you. You know, oh, man. I'll go up to him. You had to have been proud. Oh man, I was like on the verge of tears. Yeah, yeah. But I, he was like, well, what? You know, before he walked up to the guy, he wanted to know what kind of sacrifice he had made, and I said, he went to war for our country, for our freedom. This yeah. guy signed up. Yeah. To go over and fight a war for us. So and we any be course. Free. Yeah. And he lost his leg. He sacrificed his legs. Yeah. But he's still here. Yeah. He's here now. He's, you know, and he's a Purple Heart recipient. He's got the Purple Heart on his car and everything. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'd like, you know, I, I want to go. I want to go thank him. I want to thank him. So I said, all right. So the guy gets his hair cut. He walks over it because this place only takes cash. So I pulled the bar to the side. I said, I'm paying for the haircut. Oh, man. What's 20 bucks? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I said, hey, man, I'm paying for it. And the guy's like, oh, the guy barely speaks English. Vietnamese guy. He's like, you pay? I'm like, yeah, here, this for him. It was a Russian barber. <laughs> yeah. What's that Russian? Uh, certainly yeah. didn't sound Asian. <laughs> He's like, you pay now? No, maybe. What the fuck was that? <laughs> now we're doing. Hurry up and buy no, now we're doing What's Russian, Indian, and Borat together <laughs> in one. In one. Anyway, so I'm like, Asian is. Hey, this. You're, I'm fucking losing my momentum here, Dick. Go ahead, go ahead. So I said, I'm paying for the guy. So my and the, and the guy says, you know, he can't. 
He's like, man, you paying my hair? I was like, yeah, dude, man. Fuck. And I'm like, he wants to say something to you. And my and my son won. He said, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your service. And he was like, thank you. And they shook hands or whatever. And oh, man. We wanna we talked a little bit and we exchanged numbers. These kids are my kids' age. I said, dude, let's get together, you know, get wow. the kids together, or whatever, and hang out. But that's man, that's what it's all about, bro. Yeah. Like you can tell someone, thank you for their service, thank you for your service, thank you for we hear it. And surprisingly, I hear it more often than not. What do you say when somebody says that to you on duty? No, no problem. My pleasure. You know what Chick-fil-A I say? Chick-fil-A line. You know what I say to them? The fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't do that. No, I always say the same thing when somebody, like when I'm out and about and they're like, you know, thank you for your service. I always say, you're worth it. Oh, yeah. I always say that. You're worth it. Yeah, something, And it's like all... And it's all cultures, young and old. I feel weird when people do it. What? Thank you. Like when I'm on duty, yeah. I feel really weird. And that when people and when people pay for me for like lunch and shit, um, yeah. super warm. Yeah, that. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, it was my daughter's birthday, and we decided to go into. I don't like taking my family where we work. I don't like it. No, I don't take um, them there at all. But my kids, they have a favorite restaurant, and they have a favorite place to go get dessert which is right next door to that place. And I had just come back to the agency. It was Father's Day. I'm sorry, it was Father's Day because it was just this year. And uh, I come back. I was a sergeant. Then I came back as an officer and I had to work on Father's Day, which sucked. It's totally sucked. Um, but my family came down, my girls, my two girls and my wife came down and we met. So we went and had dinner and then we went next door to go get dessert. We're waiting on this huge ass line because this place is real popular. And um, we get up to the register and uh, the the lady was like, somebody paid for you and your family. Oh. Sorry, you have to work on thanks on, on Father's Day. Yeah. And it just makes me feel so weird when that happens. Yeah. So yeah. weird. And my girls, what you're doing with your kids um, is how we're going to break this anti-cop. Yeah. Rhetoric. Rhetoric. Because yes. my girls, it warms my heart because my girl, my oldest is in JROTC. Yeah. Um, and my daughter has a big habit of when she sees military and police, she stops and does the same thing. She's like, Thank you so much for your service. I appreciate it. And it warms my heart because we're doing the right thing by yeah. our kids. And my mm-hmm. kids, they're older than your kids. My kids will we'll sit and we'll talk about police shootings. We'll talk about hot topics. Uh, my kids are old enough now where they understand. My oldest asks a lot about uh, suicide. She asks about like a lot of the calls that I've gone on where people have committed suicide. I've been on some really, really rough ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially juveniles, man. They're the worst. Yeah. Juvies are the Fuck, worst. Man. Kids um, that overdose on like they or like they take pills and commit suicide, man. It's yeah. like 15, 16, man. Those those are the hardest. It's a it's just a it's a it's it's. It's a permanent decision for a short-term problem is what I yep. tell my kids. And then you hear, like, I tell my daughter all the time, I said, I wish that I could take the family members like the mom and dad and bring them before kids in high school, mom and dads that have had their kids commit suicide. I wish we can take them to the high schools because you don't get to see afterwards what you're leaving behind, the yeah. collateral damage that you're leaving behind. Um, it's so, I mean, these kids today, it's all they hear about suicide, suicide, suicide. It's terrible, terrible. I don't want to get into a tangent about that, but, um, 
I mean, that's awesome about your kids, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we um, like I said, man, it's it's I I always constantly take those opportunities to just like you know have them open because kids are so they're sponges, bro. Yeah, they soak up everything that you present them with. So I I'm, I'm constantly giving them those little taking those little moments and trying to present them with something that they can have long lasting that stays with them forever. And like I'm huge with the pledge of allegiance in my house. Yeah. Because my oldest boy is telling me in high school like some kids nah, just they can't do it. It's optional. Yeah. They don't have to. Yeah. And I'm that like, crazy? what do you mean? Isn't that crazy? It's optional. And I'm like, you do it right. And he's like, yeah, I do. You know, he's all scared. It's going to be the point where. I'm the, like, you better be fucking doing yeah, it. It's going to be the point where uh, like, the flag outside is optional outside these dude, schools. I mean, it's how far have we gone? I mean, like, don't forget, like, my young ones, they still do it. You know, they, you know, I'm like, one nation under God. Like, all that stuff matters. Like, this is, this is, just, it matters, bro. It matters. So, yeah. on that note, we're going to take our break. Oh my God! <laughs> What's that? Leave a message. Leave a message. <laughs> oh, I wonder how many people are going to get that reference. That's awesome. Leave a message. Mail, motherfucker. Uh, Mail, motherfucker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We wanted to close it out for awesome, the evening. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. A rather great episode in the books, Mike. Uh, it was a pleasure. Folks, uh, check us out on rollcallroom.com, uh, Twitter at rollcallroom. We got episodes out right now. We got Thin Blue Line. We got Rocks for Leos. We got The Start. We got My Mom and Dr. Phil. We got uh, Leaders and we have The Rookie. Listen to it, like it, share it, go on iTunes, review it. Please, please, please spread share the with your friends. Share you, with your everybody friends. and everybody. Most of our ninety nine percent of our listeners are law enforcement, so share that shit. Hey, these guys are fucking hilarious, bro. You got to listen to this. Let's share it with your squad mates. Yeah, share it with share it with your siblings. Share it with inmates. <laughs> oh my god, share it with your mates. There it is. Now <laughs> share, share and like, like uh, and share. There we go. Do it. Now admin seg is going to be listening to this fucking podcast. They're going to laugh. Yeah, yeah I'd be, yeah. be profiled and shit. What the fuck <laughs> voice was that? You Jamaican? Shaba. They profiled me, man. What was the other one you were know. trying to do? An Asian Dude, I'm one? Smoked. Listen, Asian? Bluehelp.org. Oh, you're Blue help. Yeah, not good. Dude, I'm trying to be, be fucking serious. Oh, Shut okay. up. Okay, so good. Dude, this guy. <laughs> Leave a message. <laughs> Bluehelp.org. Bluehelp.org. Yes. Verified suicides date in 2019, 195. Come on. Let's make it to the end of the year, guys. Reach out. If you need it, they're there. They want to help. They want to honor you. They want to help you. Bluehelp.org. Contact at bluehelp.org. Awesome. Please use them. All right, folks. It's another one in the books. 
Be safe. Watch your sex. And as always, wait for your backup. <laughs> wait for your backup. And as always, off the record. Thank you.